am Gregory Hallows, and this is Preserve Halloween Podcast. So, my intention was to record this uh, before the end of the year, which I failed by almost a week now. Uh, I wanted to do a recap on, you know, kind of how the year went, things that I had planned for 2022, and, you know, basically just where my head was at at the moment. And what happened was, uh, that's always the the intro to a very horrible story, right? Uh, But what happened is, you know, the holidays got me really busy. Uh, My family and I ended up going out of town uh, for Christmas, which was kind of a last minute decision. And before I knew it, you know, it was New Year's Eve. And at that point, I didn't want to rush into a podcast and not really have my thoughts processed, which I mean, most of the time I don't anyway, which I kind of enjoy not having a definitive, you know, set plan, I guess. But um, I did want to record one. My, My family's, my wife and my girls are out getting their haircuts right now, so my house is kind of quiet. So it's the perfect time to record a podcast without any background uh, noises from the kids or, you know, just distractions, I guess. But uh, those of us with kids know that doesn't happen very often. Usually I record at my office, but I haven't been going there as much because the weather here has gotten pretty cold. And we thought it was actually going to snow the other day. Uh, it did ice over some, but... It hasn't snowed yet, so last year, about this time, I was stuck in my house for two weeks without power because of the ice and the cold, so I'm hoping that doesn't happen again, because that that was not a fun time. Luckily, uh, I had a generator, and we made it through, but it wasn't a whole bunch of fun. Um, So, 2022 is here. And I've been trying to decide what it is I want to focus on for this year as far as the Preserve Halloween Festival and the Halloween Preservation Society and just any other side projects that I want to do. Uh, One of the things that I've been wanting to do for a while Besides the book I mention every now and then that I'm writing or gathering info for, I haven't started actually writing it yet. I'm still researching. But uh, I want to do a podcast on Halloween Havoc. I'm a huge wrestling kid from, you know, my my youth. I spent a lot of Saturdays watching NWA and WCW wrestling. Uh, So I have mentioned that, not a lot, but I I would love to do, I know other podcasts have done it, there's there's lots of other podcasts that have tackled wrestling, but I kind of want to give my take on it, and and it's going to be my personal, like, stories about how wrestling affected me as a kid, and kind of the wrestlers I lean towards liking, how I didn't realize most of them were, you know, a specific type like Road Warriors and Sting and, and things like that. So it was definitely a 
uh, visual similarity. Um, but I also like Junkyard Dog and some other guys. But anyway, uh, one of the funniest things I've done recently is I started looking up wrestling trading cards. Because I had some, and I have a set of, I think, the 91 WCW cards. I think it's put out by a company called Impel, maybe. I don't remember. They're yellow. But I have a whole set of those, and I enjoy, I got those fairly cheap uh, off uh, one of those trading websites. I think Mercari. I found a guy that had a whole set, and I was like, man, I really want to see what those look like again. Because I used to have them. And I bought them, and there was a bunch of wrestlers I didn't remember, like some tag teams that I didn't remember existed, which was fun, because it made me, you know, it's another, I like to learn, so it's another, like, learning experience. So I looked these guys up, and was like, what happened to them? Um, there was a lot of Sting and Ric Flair, and, you know, the, the stars of WCW were very apparent uh, most of the time that that company existed. So I bought a few of those, and then I started looking on eBay for pricing on the same cards now. And one of the big things, if you're not a trading card collector, is buying graded cards. It's kind of like comic books. Like, if you can get a... For comic books, it's C, CBCS and uh, CGC. And, you know, the highest grade in a CGC is generally a 98 there are a few tens, I think, perfect scores, but that doesn't happen very often. So nine point eight's kind of the the grail that you that you search for in certain things. Some stuff you're never gonna find uh, a nine point eight on. Like you know, I was I'm a big Spider-Man guy, so I have a few of my favorite issues graded, which kind of makes no sense because you can't read them, but. They're such a valuable thing now. Like it's it's pretty much an investment, uh, and a lot of it is stuff that was worth nothing. You know, like you know most things people collect, it's worth nothing until somebody wants it, and then it has value. So, you know my my whole theory about collecting has always been it's only worth what someone will pay for it. So, just like you know, pumpkin pails and. Halloween related merchandise I also like to collect other stuff so I've started looking at it more as an investment now instead of just I want this stuff uh, partial partially you know an investment as far as owning it for you know the Halloween stuff is an investment because the history uh, trading cards and comics and things like that are an investment that hopefully pays off you know down the line for my kids and my family you know, past me because I'm not, you know, all this stuff, you, you're not taking it to the grave. We're not Egyptians and we're not going to get buried with all of our treasures. I mean, some people do, but I don't plan on, you know, my casket being filled with comic books and, and trading cards and pumpkin pails, which, you know, that would be kind of cool, but that's not the plan right now. So, I, like I said, I, I started looking up trading cards, and I can't believe some of the prices on this stuff that, you know, I I am amazed still that there's people that had the foresight or lack of memory to keep this stuff and then, you know, find it and realize it's worth hundreds or thousands of dollars. Like, there's a wrestling set 
1982 uh I believe, and it's the rookie card of Ric Flair. Um, and then also Sting's rookie card is there because it's not the first year they wrestled, which is how re- rookie cards work with like sports. It's the first year that a card existed. So, uh, and there may be cards before that because that's the thing. You never, like, you're always finding out new sets or things that people had forgotten about. Or there used to be, you know, like comics you could send away for stuff in the mail that there was an ad for in the comic. That's how wrestling cards were. You could either cut it out of a magazine or you could send away and get. You know, whatever it was they advertised, which usually was just, you know, printed on the front cardboard and then the back is just, you know, plain. But I ended up finding a bunch of Sting stuff and I went down a rabbit hole uh, like I usually do when I start looking for stuff. But found old Ric Flair and Rowdy Roddy Piper and Bret Hart and all these really cool wrestlers I remember as a kid. And now their cards are worth ridiculous amounts so it's it's funny how collecting has changed um i remember going to baseball card shows as a kid and just being amazed at all these cards in little plastic sleeves because i'm like we used to just throw these around and trade them and if i had half the stuff i mean this is the story everyone always says if i had half the stuff i had as a kid i'd have a ton of money i had transformers gi joe's you know, original NES games, you know, we threw all those boxes away, but I know, I have a friend that collects boxed games and boxed toys, you know, he had as a kid, and that stuff's insanely priced, and it, you know, has to be graded, and there's all these companies that exist to do just that, and if you use the wrong company, the value's not as high, so there's a ton of research that goes into this, because, you know, the money involved. Um, I think a 52 Mickey Mantle baseball card, which is his rookie card, sold for like almost $3 million recently. And I think, I'm almost positive I had one of those cards as a kid because everyone, if you like baseball, you knew who Mickey Mantle was. It's like if I still had some of my Hank Aaron cards or if I still had some of this other stuff I had as a kid. Because even back then, a Mickey Mantle card was expensive, but not $3 million. I think it was a couple hundred bucks, maybe. And, you know, as a kid, that's that's might as well be $3 million. But it's just fascinating, but also kind of scary how collecting has changed. Because I've gone to, you know, Walmart or whatever toy store just looking around. Because I like to see what's out, uh, you know. And luckily I have kids, so it's not weird that I'm a grown guy walking around in the toy aisle. But uh, I go to look and see what's new out and how it compares to what I had as a kid. Because they're re-releasing a lot of stuff. They're re-releasing Transformers and you know He-Man and all kinds of stuff. And it's, it's great because like my kids and wife and I went to see Ghostbusters Afterlife while we were on vacation... And now my daughter is obsessed with Ghostbusters, which I think's great. You know, she immediately wanted an Ecto-1, and she wanted all the four Ghostbusters. And 
she didn't really care about the kids in the movie. She wanted the original guys. Uh, and so while we were there, everything at the where we were was overpriced, of course. And I was like, man, I could find all this online. So just pick out one. Like, pick your favorite guy. And she, for, I have no idea the reasoning behind it, but she picked Ray Stance. So uh, my six-year-old daughter's favorite Ghostbuster is Ray Stance, which is cool. Because the actor's wonderful. But I thought out of, you know, what... I wish I could see inside her head and figure out why she picked that guy. Um, But anyway, now she has them all and she plays with them. And they, you know, they're busting ghosts on her carpet floor. Uh, Which I, you know, it's cool that my kids still like the same stuff I do. And now my oldest daughter is completely obsessed with Marvel and wants to know everything about Spider-Man. And, you know, I tried to get her into this stuff five years ago, and no, she wasn't having it. But now, she's found it on her own, and she wants to know everything. And she gets mad when I start talking about it, because I grew up as a Marvel kid, so I have all this info that's not in movies. And she gets mad at me, because she's like, why are you telling me all this? I don't I don't know, I haven't watched that movie yet. I'm like, it's not in the movie, this is from the comic books. So... That's fun, because I think she's going to get as inquisitive as I am about origins and where the characters come from and all that stuff. So, anyway, what does this have to do with Halloween, right? It all comes back to me as the collecting aspect. Uh, I've been collecting pumpkin pails and Halloween memorabilia and, and all that stuff. So one of the goals I have for 2022 is to actually go visit the museum in Texas because I want to see what they've been able to acquire from their overseas trips. And, you know, just hearing them talk about it just makes me excited. So I want to make a trip out to Bastrop and see the uh, Halloween History Museum. Uh, I was fortunate enough to to see the the people some of the people behind it uh during the show in november and it got me even more excited so i'm hoping to make that trip soon Uh, i will be in texas in a few weeks for for work but i won't have time unless i stay a couple extra days which i probably won't but dallas is not close to austin so and that's where it is it's you know just outside of austin It's not a close trip. You know, Texas, like I say all the time, Texas is huge. Like, Texas is ridiculously huge. So, if you go to Texas and somebody hasn't been there and they're like, oh, you're going to go do this and this and this? Like, no. Do you realize how far apart that is? That's ridiculously, uh, you know, it's inconceivable. It doesn't make sense. So, you know, speaking of Texas, I also want to visit the Monster's house. Um, that's pretty close to where I've been. There's a lot of places in Texas I want to go. There's some haunted stuff I want to see. And I mean, Texas has so much. And, you know, I'll be back there for the second uh, Preserve Halloween Fest in November. And hopefully I can set aside some time to actually go out and see some stuff. But who knows? Um... Another thing I plan on doing in 2022 is writing more. Uh, I used to do a lot of heavy research and writing, but that was during, you know, COVID time 
where I had, well, it's still COVID time, but where I wasn't working and I had a lot more time to research and put some real big efforts into, you know, some of the articles I've written. And I want to make time for that again because it's definitely worth it. I enjoy research. It's really fun. But just, you know, these past few months have been crazy on trying to catch up with things and just what's going on. But I don't want to neglect, you know, what I'm trying to do. Because the purpose of this all is to share knowledge and share information. And, you know, I don't want to alienate what I set out to do, which was just share a love of Halloween and, you know, put out information that people might not know. And there's still a ton. You know, there's, I have notebooks full of of notes I've taken and, you know, just information and research that I've started and not completed or started and never published or just all over the place. And I'm, you know, I'm still trying to find books and collectible things. And, you know, I still want to, to have, there's still a lot of grails that I want to own, you know, books and pumpkin pails and things like that. And that's one of the things I want to start doing a better job of cataloging what I have because a lot of times I end up getting stuff I already owned because I just forgot I had it Um, kind of a my organizational skills is organized chaos (laughs) uh, I seem to know where things are but if I ask somebody to help me find something there's no way they would be able to Uh, and the older I get my memory's starting to slip some which is kind of scary because I have a lot in my head that I need to start writing down so I don't forget it. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm still having a blast doing this. I'm still excited about, you know, meeting with everyone and, you know, getting the comments online and, you know, the conversations that I'm having I just finished working on a new website for the 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 festival in November and I'm, you know I I have been putting a lot of focus on that and I'm hoping that doesn't show as neglect for the overall society cuz it's not meant to be um and I appreciate you know I got a bunch of new members this year and a bunch of second year you know re-ups which is awesome like people actually are sticking around and appreciate it and i want to do some more interviews and you know i i want people to let me know what they want to know and i may not be able to i I always say i may not be able to accomplish everything i set out to do but i'm gonna at least try and that's all you can hope for um so i hope everyone's 2022 is kicking off I, i I tended to ramble, or I always ramble. This time it was about wrestling trading cards, which I don't know where that came from. That that was right off the top of my head. I think it's because I have a couple sitting next to me, um, and that kind of triggered my memory. But uh, I will be at uh, some shows this year. I'm hoping to, to meet a lot of new vendors for Halloween stuff. I'm hoping to get in touch again with people I already know. Uh, I haven't been to a horror show in a while. 
and I really want to get back to one. I think the first one for me in 2022 probably will be Frightmare in Texas. Uh, usually go to that every year. Last year I couldn't go because I had a show the same weekend. But I'm really looking forward to going again because it's just a fun show to hang out at. Um, I really, I was hoping to go to Midsummer Scream's uh, fall show, the season screaming, but I was out of town and I got back like the day before. I still planned on going. I had a hotel reserved and I got home and went to book my flight and I thought I got it. I was like, man, this is crazy. It worked out. But then I looked and I had booked a flight for two months later. And I was wondering why the price was so cheap. So I was like, well, let me cancel that one because you have 24 hours before, you know, cancel with no penalty. So I did that. And then I went to get a flight to leave and it was like $2,000. And I was like, yeah, that's, I don't think I can swing that right now. I shouldn't have waited till the last minute. But I was scared to buy a ticket because I wasn't sure if I'd be back home yet. And it turned into a whole thing. So I really I wish I could have met, went there. Um, I heard it was great. I, I was really honored that uh, David came to my show in November. It was unexpected, and we had a, a good conversation. And it was, you know, exciting to meet somebody else that does what I do. Um, I mean, on a much bigger scale, <laughs> he does, but uh, it was cool to see the sharing of ideas, and I wanted to go and kind of see how they, uh, like, some of the stuff they did, because it would be, you know, I've never been to a Halloween show. I was supposed to go to one in New Orleans, but I ended up not going, but that was more of a, like, industry show. Uh, Midsummer Scream is, you know, it's partially that, but it's also more along the lines of pop culture, kind of what I do with my other shows. So anyway, I was I was excited to to um, to meet him. He's a super nice guy, um, and I, I'm hoping to. I think I may be going to the Midsummer Scream this year because I bought tickets two years ago and we never we couldn't use them because it got shut down. And I think they're still good. At least that's what the pretty sure that they're still good. They'll roll over. So I'm hoping my wife and I and our two friends that planned on going back in 20 can make it this year because I, I just want to go. I haven't been to California in a while. Um, and it'd be great to see a show while I'm there. Um, but anyway, I, I'm rambling yet again, and I tend to do that a lot. So hopefully you guys are used to that by now. But um, let me know what you guys are doing for 2022. I, I really like seeing what everyone else is working on. Uh, I just been speaking to John Flores about his artwork. I had no idea. Uh, some of the stuff he did so i'm excited to talk to him about maybe collaborating or him helping out with some artwork for us or you know just working together i, I love working with halloween artists and people that love halloween austin pardon i just bought two more original pieces from him that i'll be 
hopefully putting on t-shirts and making posters and all that stuff soon um they're beautiful uh like always i mean his stuff's so good uh austin i'm hoping fingers crossed i can get him to come to the show in november uh we're still working on it i'm still working on a lot of other like big reveals hopefully soon for people that i have planned on showing up Um, because i want to start promoting that show earlier than i did last year last year i kind of waited till right before and i want to start you know i understand it's january but i don't care i want to promote this show 12 months of the year i even want to start promoting the 23 show and like the day after the show this year that's how nuts i want to be about it because you know it's halloween 10 31 365 that's you know that's the way we like it so before i ramble on and look and find something on my desk to start rambling again like this cool joe bob uh bobblehead that's staring at me that i got from paul bear press which is so cool uh it's joe bob standing on a television with a beer in his hand and uh it looks exactly like him anyway uh if you want one of those go to paul bear press they're awesome too uh just like most people in the community so uh, i'll leave you with me rambling once again but also just letting you know to continue to preserve halloween <laughs>